podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Kogan Cassis for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. We're at the final press conference here for the Royal Albert Hall show Friday night, BT Sport, ESPN Plus. I'm joined by Frank Warren. Frank, it's been a while. It has, isn't it? Yeah, so we got, uh, yeah, we're got we on, so we've got a good show on on Friday at the Albert, Royal Albert Hall, so I'm looking forward to it and looking back forward to uh, all the dates we've got coming up over the next few months. We know you've wanted to kind of bring boxing back to the Royal Albert Hall for quite some time, so there hasn't been a show here for quite some time, so 20 years. So, uh, 20 years? But you've had a show in that time, haven't you? I've done a, uh, I've done a British Forces against the American uh, Marines amateur show for Tickets for Troops to raise some money for the uh, Tickets for Troops charity, uh, which was great. But um, that was they allowed the, an amateur fight there, but the... Um, there have been a few problems with um, their licence, apparently. Billy Joe Saunders fought here, didn't he, uh, a few years ago? See, right, yeah. So at the last time, yeah, Bill, Bill fought here, yeah, it was quite a while. It's got to be uh, maybe eight years ago? Nine years ago, yeah. What do I know? I'm an old man. It's all right, you can be excused. Uh, Frank, um, Anthony Yard against Travis Reeves. Uh, talk to me about that, and also talk to me about whether how likely it is you believe that the WBO will order Anthony to fight Sergei Kovalev. Well, he's obviously got to come through the fight on Friday, and it's a tough fight for him. It's probably, I think this is the best opponent he's been in with. Um, he comes through this. I think they will put that fight out for uh, Perspitz, or negotiations and Perspitz. But Anthony, you know, he's ready to go. He needs to get this one out of the way. He's, you know, he's been a bit rusty. He had that ridiculous situation in the States last year on Tyson's undercard, where that, the commission out there just sodded him around, messed us all about. And uh, he didn't fight, but, but he wants to get back into it. He's going to get back into it. He's got to win this fight, win it in style, and I hope he does do. He's got a tough guy he's in there with, but if he comes for it, then uh, it's onwards and upwards. Obviously, people are crying out for Anthony to be in with you know, proper opponents, as they say, but to jump straight into Kovalev, Frank? Well, I mean, what, is this fellow not a proper opponent then? I mean, you know, it's, I don't know what he's, when you say. I mean, you look, I was looking at, his rec- look at the guys he's fought over the last few fights. Look at their records. You know, they're coming in with good records, you know, tough guys, people who've never been stopped, people who've never been on the floor. You know, he's done what he's had to do. And, and there's this, this sort of ridiculous sort of backbiting with him. I don't understand. But anyway, we give a monkeys about that. The name of the game is for him to do a job, to look good, as I say, against a good quality opponent in Travis Reeve. If he comes through that, then he'll be stepped up again. Um, Daniel Dubois takes on Kajanu, obviously... Kajanu uh, finding good work here in, in the UK. But, um, yeah, is it a case of kind of bettering the result of, uh, of Gorman? Is that important to Daniel? Well, it was his original opponent, if you remember, and he got the flu, and that's how come Nathan stepped in at the last minute and had the fight. Um, it's an important fight for him. It's, you know, he's a, he's a tough cookie. He's, uh, he's fought, fought for the world title uh, only a couple of years ago. He, he fought against Parker. Went the distance with him, so it's a good yardstick for him. Went the distance with Nathan. Um, he's only had nine fights. This is his tenth fight. The guy's got a wealth of experience, and I want to see what he's like up against. You know, good. What I mean by good quality, um, 
you know, guys, guys who've got a lot of experience, see how he handles that. It's, a, it's, it's another fight where we're going to see, see what he's got. Um, and you've gone on record saying recently that you're very confident that you will make the Gorman Dubois fight, providing, I'm assuming, they keep winning up until then. Again, you know, we're looking to do that at the end of the year, and providing they both keep winning, that's what will happen. Um, the public want the fight, we want to see the fight, but like I keep saying, it's pointless to two of them fighting each other now. I want to, I want to see them on a bigger stage, you know, in a big, in a big venue, in a big venue where, where most importantly, they earn great money, and more importantly, it's a bigger fight and it gets better, better media attention. That's what we, you know, what we've got to work towards happening. But the fight will happen. Do you see that fight, Frank, potentially at the end of the year as a standalone fight, like headlining? Oh yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, it's not right now. Well, it could do. It depends what size venue you put it into. But I want to put that in a in a twenty twenty five thousand seat venue. That's where we. That's what we got to build towards. A couple of notable British title fights on the bill between uh, Mullender and Williams, and also Jenkins and Garton. Um, yeah, two two decent British title fights on that bill as well, Frank. Well, they are varying styles. Obviously, uh, Liam Williams and uh, and Joe Mullender, they're uh, they're very contrasting styles. Um, I'll keep banging on about it. He made a good. It was a good line at the at the press conference when we announced the fight. When Joe said his his uh, mum's got a better jab than him because that's what he is. He likes to he likes to bring people down into the trenches and have a war with them. And that's what he's, that's obviously going to be his game plan with with Liam. Liam's a world class fighter. He's fought for the world title. Um, he you know he, he just the first defence of his title. Um, one thing's for sure with Joe, he's not going to be found wanting. And nor will, nor will Liam, for that matter. So it's going to be, it's going to be, you know, whose style is going to, you know, is going to be the one that, that uh, is the make or break for the fight. If Joe can get him into into the trenches, it'll be really interesting. It will be interesting. Friday night boxing at the Royal Albert Hall. Make sure you tune in. Right, be there, Frank. Um, the situation regarding Billy Joe Saunders from the outside seems a bit of a mess. Not of our doing. You know, um, uh, Ramirez got in touch with the WBO and said he was vacating the title. They then put a circular out. I'm sure you've seen that. It's been that they put that out saying that the title was vacant and that uh, the first two available contenders would, would fight for it. I then negotiated uh, with a, this guy, the guy, the manager is based in Germany. We, we agreed to fight. I sent a text saying, can I announce it? I announced it. Then Ramirez, about five days later, had a turnaround saying that he now wants to uh, remain champion and he never put it in writing that he was going to um, vacate the title. So that's become a bit, that become a bit messy. So we are going to have a press conference on Monday. We're announcing what Bill's going to do this Monday and uh, Bill will fight for a title. We will announce it on Monday. Um, whether Ramirez is going to come down to super middleweight or stay down there. I don't know. He's fighting his next fight is on the undercard Lomachenko and he's he's, uh, he's fighting a 175 on there. So I don't know what's happening with him. All I care about is what we're doing with Bill and we were as the same make an announcement on Monday. So obviously when you had that BT press conference, the fight was announced for um, April the 13th from the WBO. Yeah. As far as you was aware, he was vacating and he was fighting for that vacant title. That's what their circular said. They sent a the circular out to all, 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 everybody involved. Um, and we announced it. That, that's it. I mean, it's not 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 Billy Joe Saunders' fight, fault. It's certainly not my fault. Um, you know, Ramirez has had a U-turn, but that's 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 what it that's what it is at the moment. We will see what happens 
And uh, in the meantime, all we care about is getting Bill in action. And I need to get him in action. He needs to be in the ring. And as I say on Monday, we'll be making an announcement. Um, how kind of aware were you about offers being made from the zone and Eddie Hearn to try and get Billy Joe over there? 15 million being rumoured, etc., etc. We're announcing his fight on Monday. I don't care about all the offers. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep. I read all sorts of stuff, hearing all sorts of stuff. There weren't no offers for 15 millions at all. If there had been an offer for 15 million, I'm quite sure he would have took it. I wouldn't have stood in his way. I think that was a view to getting the, the winner of Canelo and Jacobs as well. Well, he could have had that before, couldn't he? You know, that was the, that was the old story. But, um, you know, we, believe it when I see it. But, that, but the offer hasn't been made. That, that offer has not been made. That's a load of rubbish. Frank, I know obviously hindsight's a wonderful thing, but do you kind of, any part of you regret Billy Joe not going ahead with the Andrade fight and taking that when he was made mandatory recently? No, what I regret is him losing his title outside the ring. That's what I regret. They shouldn't be in this position, but that's what happened. He had to vacate his title because of um, the situation he got himself into. Um, we've got to just move forward. Um, it, I, I don't regret it. I think, you know, we are, at that time, why would you not go and fight? You know, he wanted to, he wanted to try and fight a super midweight. Why wouldn't you do that when the title was vacant? And as, as the undefeated former champion, he can step in as to be the mandatory. Why wouldn't you take that fight? It's not our fault it didn't happen. So you can't confirm to us whether he'll be fighting for a world title or not in his next fight, Billy Joe? tell you on Monday what the deal is on Monday. That's the idea of having a press conference on Monday and not today, otherwise he'd be here. Can you tell us what weight he'll be fighting at, Frank? I will do on Monday. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, Frank, you've got a Leicester show coming up on the 23rd. Now, Frank, I do need to ask you about this because obviously in a previous interview, you did state to me that you would not clash, you would not clash with any of kind of the Matchroom shows now you've put a show on the same night as Matchroom are putting on a Copper Box show so I do need a kind of response to you about that we announced our date before they announced theirs what do you want to say no but not on the 23rd you've moved your Leicester date from the 23rd of February to the 23rd of March so these things are going to happen Frank surely aren't they it's happened it's happened then hasn't it I know but listen we did an interview about it and you said you wouldn't do it that's why I'm asking I hear what you're saying I hear what you're saying but you know um no one seems to care about what we did. You know, we, that was not obviously no one's intention. I didn't even know. You've only just told me that. I didn't even know they had a show on the 23rd. You just told me. Who's fighting? Surely you do do a match and we're doing a show at the Copper Box, Frank. Come on. Swear, uh, who's fighting? I don't even know who's fighting. Who's fighting there? There's a world title fight. Charlie Edwards is fighting a world title fight. Well, you know, well, well, you know my, my apologies to Charlie Edwards. I didn't know. I won't be there. I'll be in Leicester. Oh, clearly. Um, Frank, again, uh, the situation regarding Tyson Fury and Wilder. Am I right in saying, Frank, that you've said that this was completely out of your hands and this is not really what you wanted as in Tyson to not rematch Wilder next? No, I'd like to see the rematch happen straight away, but it was such a, you know, the offer was discussed with Tyson. That's what he, you know, that's where he wanted, what he wanted to do. And ESPN, and I quite understand, they want to give him a, a fight, giving him some exposure before they make a big fight. So that's where we're at. Of course, I'd have like gone straight to the rematch. He's been training hard for it, trained all over the Christmas. But we are where we are, so we have a fight, and then hopefully after that, we can get the fight on before the end of the year with Wilder, providing Wilder beat, beats uh, his next opponent. Frank, do Bob Arum and Top Rank and ESPN have more control over Tyson Fury than you do? No, we are joint promoters. That's what the contract is. They're joint promoters. 
um, decisions have to be mutually made. That's that's the deal. That's what we signed up for, all of us. The, un the end of the day, it's not who's got the only person who's got control is Tyson Fury. He's the fella getting in the ring. He decide who he's going to fight and who he's not going to fight. Not me. Not Bob Arum. Not ESPN. Not BT. No one. He will decide. Is it a bit of a blow to lose Tyson Fury from your UK primetime viewing on BT Sport? Of course it is, but, you know, his last fight was in the States. And if he'd been fighting um, Deontay Wilder in May, it would be in the States. It wouldn't be primetime. You know, and, and he's got to go there. You know, that's where the money is for him. That's where, he's, where his next few fights will be. That's what it'll be. And you'll watch him on BT. That's, that's, that's the home for all his fights. So the fans will still be able to see him. Uh, albeit be the early hours of the morning, but he'll be on BT. Any indication of what kind of opponent he could be facing, and do you know what month this could potentially be in, Frank? We're working on it at the moment, so hopefully we will know that, and I, I hope we know that, in the next few days. And then, obviously, we Tyson will want to look at the opponents and, uh, and OK to who he's going to step into the ring with. Because Deontay Wilder and Shelley Finkel turned the ESPN deal down for him to have an interim fight and then the f fight the rematch after that. I turned down the deal, uh, so I understand from Shelley, because it, 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 it wasn't a two-fight deal, it was a multi-fight deal, and they said they didn't want to do it. There's strong rumours linking Dylan White with a deal with ESPN today. Obviously, you have close ties to ESPN. Can you, do you know anything about that, Frank? No, I don't. He's been talking to everybody. He's had lots of meetings. He's obviously an unhappy guy. Um, he feel, and I don't understand why he's... I mean, really, he should be the guy fighting um, Anthony Joshua next, shouldn't he? I thought that's what that was all about, the fight he had with um, with Derek Chisora was to get himself in that position. But he's unhappy, he's obviously unhappy, and he's talking to people. He's a free agent, and he's allowed to do that. Boxing scene reported today that a boxing scene reported today that a deal was close. So if if there is truth in that, then obviously that it makes sense for White and Fury at some point. Well, it certainly wouldn't take place in the States, would it, if it was? That's definitely a domestic fight. It'd be cr crazy to do a fight like that in the States. But who knows? Let's see what happens. Till things are confirmed, they're all rumours. You've got to wait until they're confirmed. Obviously, wait till everything's confirmed, Frank. But, you know, we love the rumour mill here at IFL. So. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm just saying, you know, who knows? If he signs, he signs. Um, if he does, it's great. It's a great addition to, to, to those... So that... that um, situation with the heavyweights that makes it quite a, a sexy scene my sources tell me that there's a possibility that Frampton Warrington may not happen on May the 4th can you tell us a little bit about that Frank not Frampton sorry Galahad Warrington excuse me my mistake no we're we would we're due to have a press conference to announce his fight next week the end of next week and we know you know we will announce everything everyone will be told next week what's happening to be fair, that May the 4th date hasn't ever come from you, as far as I know, so... We're honest, we will announce it. We've got to get it on. The fight's done. I won the purse We want to get it on and get it away. You know, Josh wants to get that fight out of the way. He's desperate to get it out of the way. He's looking at unified titles. It's, going to be, it's not going to be an easy fight for him against uh, Galahad. He's obviously... Um, he's had a real touch out of it with the purse bib he put in, but... Um, you know, Josh wants that fight, and he wants to get it done as quickly as possible. Um, with Sky confirming that they won't be showing the Khan Crawford fight, are we right to believe that that will wind up on BT? Frank, you're giving me a smile there. 
I'm sure at the end of the day there'll be an announcement as to where it's going to take. Come on, Frank. If it's not going on Sky, it's got to be coming on BT, surely. Uh, who knows? Um, but one thing's for sure, the, the public will get to see it. That's for sure in the UK. You're a wily old fox, Frank. I'm, a, I'm an old, old what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the cut and shut of it, there's a lot of things imminently going to be announced. The problem is, you say, if I say, yeah, this, that, and it doesn't happen, then, oh, he's told, it's a bit like, you know, we announced Billy Joe's fight in all good intentions because we signed contracts, we sent them all off, everybody was on board, WBO and everybody, and then you have all this stuff goes up in the air. So until it's signed, it's pointless saying anything. They, you know, of course BT would want to be showing that fight. Well, why wouldn't they want to be showing it? It's, uh, but let's see what happens. They, they make a, if it gets signed, they'll make an announcement very quickly about it. And you, I'm assuming you're in the process of, this is your first show of the year, Frank. I'm assuming you're, you'll be in the process of com- announcing more shows before the summer. We've got quite a few fights uh, lined up. We've got to get her, her fight sorted out, Nicola Adams as well, you know, because it's been postponed. That was a bit of a pain in the backside. So we've got quite a few things we've got to sort out, but we will do. Where do you see your first pay-per-view event coming from the UK, Frank, this year? Um, I'm in the summer. We're working on something for the summer. <laughs> okay. But Galahad Warrington won't be a pay-per-view. No, absolutely not. It'll be to the subscribers. We'll get that fight as part of their subscription package. It's nice to have a fight that with fans don't have to. It's nice to have a fight like that that we don't have to pay for. Well, you, I think you do pay for them, don't you? But you pay for them by paying for your paying extra. No, well, I hear what you're saying, but I mean, some some fights you have to. The only way you can make it work financially is because is to generate income. From the you know from the pay per view market, it has to happen. It's part of the, the business. It always has been. Um, but this fight, BT have made an and us we've made a decision that we need to be delivering to the to the subscribers and to the fans, and that they get some value for their subscription rather than seeing everything going out on on pay per view. We said you know we made a statement last year. Um, our pay-per-view fights will be the best. And the three pay-per-view fights we put on last year were, were cracking fights and they were real quality events. Just a final one, Frank. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks now, but obviously James Agale's retired from the sport. Uh, someone who you've worked with, uh, the fight itself with Chris Eubank Jr. What did you make of it? And then what do you make of uh, Degale retiring? I think it's a correct decision for James to make. He's done very well for himself. He's an Olympic gold medalist. He's the first... Olympic gold medalist to ever win a world title. Um, I was involved with him for quite a while, um, and he's you know he's, he has been on the road. He's been a guy who's gone on the road and won titles. You got to take your hat off to him for that. Uh, but after that Truex, that first Truex fight, which shocked me, I really did fancy him to win that fight. You could see that he wasn't the same person. It, and that happens. That happens to that happens to people, and it's happened to him. And he's made a correct move. The fight I didn't think was an exciting fight to watch. Um, you know, Chris Eubanks, he won the fight. There's no doubt about that. He won the fight, but it wasn't most. It wasn't the most dynamic of fights. And you know, for me, if I was Chris Eubanks, I'd want to be avenged that terrible loss I got against Billy Joe Saunders. I know he can walk around talking about being a champion when Billy Joe Saunders beat him, 70% fit. Billy Joe Saunders kicked his backside, and he doesn't want to avenge that defeat. That says a lot about Chris Eubanks Jr. that he don't want to step back in the ring with Billy Joe Saunders. That's the truth of the matter. He just doesn't want that fight. Frank, I was going to ask that. Have you reached out to them? Have you made any kind of offer regarding Billy Joe and they're not interested? I haven't reached out for them, and, uh, and uh, we're waiting for some response. So you don't know they're not interested? Listen, 
I'm waiting for some response. So are they interested? It's easy to make the fight, isn't it? It's one of those fights. Listen, you know, we made Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury in two days. That's how long it took us to get that together and agree it. So why on earth couldn't we, why we, we can't make that fight? If they want it. That's if they want it. I don't think they want it. And, I, and, I, and there's a reason they don't want it. Go on, carry on with that statement. Sorry? Carry on with that statement. I made the statement. So you were... What you would say then, you're supposed to say, what is the reason? Well, obviously, I was asking you to carry on with it. Oh, carry on with the reason. Well, because he knows he'll get his ass kicked. That's why. Billy Joe Saunders in that ring with Lemieux. You look at that fight and look at the class and so forth. Uh, you know, he's a massive odds on. Massive odds on. You bet your house on it. They won't want it. We'll keep us informed. Frank Warren, there's a line of people waiting to interview you. Appreciate your time. We will see you on Friday night. Thank you, young man. Look forward to seeing you. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.